For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. So watch your toes. We're going to drop some names here. We saw Pat Bart McAfee. Scott. We yeah, saw Bart Pat McAfee. Um, Solomon Wilcox. Yeah. We saw that. Bob Marjanovich. The bone. And we saw, you know, yeah. we saw a few other people. It was great. Yeah, they got you and her. Yeah, you and the playmaker. Every cowboy fan's dream. I lived it meeting the playmaker. How how nice a guy could he have been? Well, I mean, he's the best. This is the Rod Peterson Show. And away we go into hour two of the RP Show from the Westin LAX Los Angeles Airport Hotel. Hour two is proudly presented by Great Western Original 16 Beer, brewed in Saskatchewan, made with premium Saskatchewan ingredients. Original 16 is unfiltered for peak flavor. Don't mind this. They're fixing the escalator to my right, your left. You won't even notice. I'm so excited to welcome our next guest. Uh, we had him on last segment, but if you're just joining us for hour two of the podcast or on Game Plus TV, it's Mr. Furious, David Benefield, a CFL great, NFL alum. And he drove over an hour to be here, flew three hours. Yes. How you doing, Dave? Buddy, it's so good. It's when, so good to be here. Yeah, when did you get in? Got in late last night. It's funny. I'm running through the airport, and I see some of my UBC kids I coach from back in the day. I'm like, they're like, oh. And it's so funny when you haven't seen kids grow up. And I call them kids. They're college kids. And they've all, like, grown up and everything. I'm like, what are you doing? And they're down here to hang out with Chase Claypool. Yeah. So, so that was that was that was interesting. It was like great conversation with them. And then uh, we get to LAX, and who should I see? Like my hero, Ronnie Lott. Come on, the eleventh best NFLer of all time. How about that, Ronnie Lott? And his nine fingers. Ronnie is sick. stud. He's there, and he's in the airport. You know, looks great. Uh, and it was just like, and it's funny. We're we're across the way from each other. I'm in a ball cap, sweats, jeans. He's suited. Great looking guy. Just he is. completely dialed in. And I'm like, and he looks over at me and I look at him. I go, Ronnie. <laughs> just like, of course like, you did. Like, and it's weird. You're talking to a legend, an icon. And, and he looks over at me and, and he's like, ah. and then we come over, and I come over and we start talking and everything. And were you in San Fran at the same yeah, time? Yeah. yeah. So, so he, we met there. And then we met a couple. Then we met a couple other times. We were in Palo Alto, uh, downtown, hanging out, and uh, just literally bumped into each other on the street and started talking again. And and then at an event, you know, got to got to talk to him again when I was with uh, Brett Hedekin and Chrissy. You know, so that was kind of it was it was pretty cool. It was uh, and that he remembered me. It was he would. something else. Ronnie's into car dealerships now, right? In San Francisco, and it, a lot of things. He's but. he's into a lot of so. Yeah, he's he's always been sort of the he has been if you want to pattern your life after football, he would be a guy. He would be the guy. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and just so. a first-class guy. Uh, so this is your hometown. This is. This is. Quite a town. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I still have residency up there in Pasadena in the San Gabriel, you know, San Gabriel Mountains and uh, Pasadena. And just, I was, it's funny, I was going down to get the newspaper this morning about 7. I'm in T-shirt and shorts. And I'm just looking at the, you know, it's a beautiful sun. I mean, the sun's coming up and it's just like, I'm like, man. I know. Football you took you away. You forget Everybody about how forgets. pretty it is. Yeah. You know? Uh, absolutely. So, we had a viewer ask here earlier about cold weather Super Bowls. He goes, I, I think they should have cold weather Super Bowls. I'm like, then you've never been to a hot weather Super Bowl. There's a reason why they, I don't think they're going back up north. Yeah. I don't think they will. I think it, it'll, it'll be like the odd... Every blue moon, they'll throw a cold weather in and just just to get back to what it used to be like. But you just can't beat walking around. I mean, you got folks from Cincinnati. They're here. They're in T-shirts and shorts. They're enjoying the weather. I mean, it's you can't beat that. No, you can't. You know, it's a great vacation. It's a great getaway. Dan Asham's watching in Winnipeg. He says, Rod, what's the weather like there? It's cold here in Winnipeg. Of course. It's 29 <laughs> Celsius. I don't know what the uh, Fahrenheit conversion is on that, but it's mid to high 80s. John Ohm in Winnipeg. David Benefield was an awesome player. I love David even before you were a Rough Rider. Just all of it. The way you played, the, uh, yeah. the, the, the brand. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Where yeah. did the p- face painting start? Oh, who? Oh, God. Uh, John. From the Minnesota Vikings. Um, oh, can't remember his name for the life of me. Uh, Randall? Randall, yes. John Randall. John Randall. Uh, that, when I saw that, when I saw him doing it, and then, of course, uh, Any Given Sunday, that was another one. It was just kind of like, I like that look. You know, I just, you know, because, I mean, it's just a great look. And now you look around. Kids are, all the guys are painted. Yep. They're all painted up and everything. So, for me, for me it was it was just that taking it to the next level. I need to look at your uh, Wikipedia Theater. here for a second. BC 97 to 01. So you would have played in Lou's last game. Yeah. And the reason I... Against the Scotland. Right, I was there. That's why, <laughs> why I say that. Because uh, I was trying to remember if BC Place had a big screen then. We had kind of had something going on. Yeah, there. you had something going yeah. on because I remember you, when you were coming out of the... When the Lions were coming out of the tunnel... The camera was on you, right? You were okay. leading them on. You, pro- you probably don't remember, but no. you had the, the paint and everything. But that night, the lights went out. Do you remember with three minutes to go in the game? That was, if it's the game, I'm, uh, yeah, because I remember we wanted to get Lou to score. Uh, so he came in at quarterback for, a, which was uh, just, that was horrific. Because he was supposed to try to jump in. He got about a one-inch burnt. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was like, "You're about to get killed out here." Canadian man. kicker. Oh my god! It was. It was. That was. A, that was. A, that was a crazy. It was night. a close game, though. It was. Yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, didn't Jeremy score a touchdown? O'Day. O'Day. Didn't um, he score a touchdown? We'd on have like to a ask tackle? him. I, I, I don't remember. But... I think it was a tackle eligible. I think he may have scored a touchdown. Well, you guys were up late, and the Riders were coming back, and with about two to three minutes left. The lights go out. Like, there's a power outage. And we're, I've, again, I have an issue with the way they do things at BC Place. I feel that they put crowd noise in there, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, this is legit. This is a legit power outage. And then, boom, they put a mural up, like a bat signal. Thank you, Lou, on the roof. 
They planned it. And we lost. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's, it's okay. A, it's one, there's, there's certain things I just cannot stand. And it's like big games and losing at home are just that. To me, that's I get just it. the end of it. Don, our Navy friend, says, David, what made you love the CFL and keep your hands in Canadian football? You know, as beautiful as California is, I love coming back and forth. I mean, I really do. But I just got into, I got into Vancouver. Then I started seeing the rest of it. Well, I got into the rest of the country first and then Vancouver, which is home now. And it was just the people. People were so cool. And I enjoyed, I enjoyed just being there with all these great folks, even though coming back here is just like you just fall into it. It's like, oh, back home. But right. just being there with football and then the kids I've worked with over the years, I mean, there are so many kids that I've coached that bump into me now. I have no clue who they are because I left them like this one kid. Uh, he was one, he was a cornerback from one of my seven on seven teams, about a buck 12. Literally, he, he weighed about as much as an Air Force, my Air Force ones from 92. And now I'm walking into a grocery store and there's this guy, police officer, big buff looking guy and he's like coach and i'm looking at him like oh and he's like do you remember me um i played for you i go seven on seven and he's like yeah i go look you've gotten big now and he's just like he's like well yeah i've got you know and i mean sometimes i've even i've even met guys in an elevator there's this one kid i was at a practice one day for vancouver college literally rod he's with his wife baby and i was there for one day but I just remember he had the best get off and stance from a defensive end that I'd ever seen. Natural. Natural. Yeah. Just, just amazing stance, amazing get off. And I'm like, and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, look at him. Cause I can't put it all together. Cause it's been so many years. And then he said, and then I'm like, he's like, you came to practice with us. And I said, and I'm like running his face and trying to dig it up. And, and I go, were you the kid with the great stance? And, and, and he started to beam and smile and it was like and his wife even noticed it was like it was weird but it's like you just meet some of these kids that's, that's what amazing. makes you special that you would remember that from the viewers if you don't mind yeah uh wayne in victoria bc is watching he says david benefield has a great sense of humor and doesn't take himself too seriously good to see you again dave on the rp show john in winnipeg david makes everyone smile great guy that's why I think that we connected. Namaste, Dave. The light in me recognizes the light in you. That's what I think it is. Uh, the Winnipeg thing, by the way, as I go uh, through, you got something to say? No, nothing. I know it's Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. I know, right? That's ironic. But Three okay. years with the Ottawa Rough Riders. Yeah. 95 of the BC Lions, 96 San Francisco 49ers, back to BC, 97 to 01. Winnipeg for just two years and Saskatchewan for, for just two years. But it seems like those were very impactful years in both places, or at least I felt like they were. Yeah, no, I, I went back to Winnipeg because Coach Ritchie was there. And, you know, always a fan of the blue and gold. From the time I think I was in, like, elementary school, our school colors were blue and gold. Right. That's how we start you here. You know, you start to fall in love with your school colors and you can't wait to wear your first fifth grade, you know, basketball jersey or something like that. And you just fall in love with it. So, you know, when Winnipeg was there, it was like we had Mike Sellers, we had Milt, we oh, yeah. had Kahari, Kahari Jones, quarterback. Yeah. You know, we had everybody there that you could possibly want. It was Doug Brown, you know, Brian Clark. I mean, 
we had a click. It was amazing. Lamar and, and we just all gelled. My roommate, especially Tom Europe, we all gelled. And if we, that, that was one of those teams where it's like, okay, we needed to be at least in one Grey Cup together. Like, at least. Because we were just, we had so much talent on the team. And just, you know, and then at the end of it, you know, it's a game of attrition. You know, I think Milk got hurt. Um, Milk got hurt. Who else got We had a few guys get hurt right before Trying the game. Trying to think. Um, Charlie Roberts got hurt. So we, we were really we Paul really Apolise is your offensive coordinator. He sure was. And the only reason I bring that up is Banjo Bulls. Was the Banjo Bowl even a thing yet at that time? Oh, yeah, it was. It was? Yeah. Um, he, you guys just feeding Sellers the ball on 11 consecutive plays and a drive. As and the riders couldn't, <laughs> as we riders couldn't stop him. 265. There's five guys hanging off He's him. 265 and 6'4". He's a beast. Yeah, Why not? Fun. Yeah. Why not? And and our O line, I mean, I think I think our O line was pretty stacked too. So why not just beat them up? Abu Meshrik. Yeah. Um, we, uh, Sawatsky. Sawatsky. Van Conant seems to come to mind. Oh, Dave Mudge. Dave Mudge. That's the name. Was and Dave Mudge and Mo. Mo. I think Mo Albanibe was yep. there. I think Mo was there. So yeah, we BYU had guys. product. Yeah, we had guys. So. so were you? It's funny you say. Shocking. You wouldn't have won a Grey Cup with that crew. So now that the Bombers are back-to-back, yeah. how happy are you for them? You know what? I've, I've got a, he's a, I met him as a customer, uh, Marcel, of, uh, of GML Mechanical in, in Vancouver. Um, and he was, I mean, just, he knew I was a Bomber. He knew I was a Lion. And I remember giving him a jersey, you know, one of our Winnipeg jerseys. Brad, thank you. Brad Body hooked me up. Thank you. And, uh, and it was just one of those things where you just go, just to see the guy going back to Winnipeg games, just to go, because he's a season ticket holder, yeah. you just see the love. He's wearing so, your jersey. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's really cool. I mean, for him to fly across cross country, to go to the games and everything, that's, that's just so cool. That's the sort of love you need uh, for the league. And in, so in, in Saskatchewan, no 405, who did I have on? Thelwell last week. (laughs) And we were talking about the West final in BC with McCallum missing the field goal in overtime. And speaking of teams that should have won a great cup or gone to a great cup and didn't. But the one thing I remember was in Saskatchewan. So Henry would have gone to the Calgary Stampeders. You're playing against him with the Rough Riders. And do you remember the rough in the passer penalty you got? You tapped his helmet after the play, and they threw the flag. No, I don't. Yeah, it was it was in a game, and we're like, what? Roughing the pass, or they just changed the rules to uh, tweak it. To like, you literally couldn't even breathe on the quarterback. But those were some good teams in Saskatchewan too that never won. No, and and Saskatchewan was such a that was Danny Barrett and, and Roy Shivers. So they brought me in, and again, the group of guys, different group of guys, because I consider them all kids. They're all like little kids. Yeah. Hunt, you know, Hunt, Scotty Schultz and all those guys, Nate Davis. All Hall of Famers. They're, they're like, like little kids to me. And I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing? You know, and it was, it, but it was the vibe of the city and the fans. I walked into an art, an art, an, an art, sh- uh, not an art show, a craft house, one of the art supply stores yep. downtown. I rode up there on my bike and, uh, and went in there and this lady, and I'm not in any gear whatsoever. And I'm like looking around and she's like, so what can I help you with Mr. Benefield? And I'm like, what? I'm like, how do you, I mean, so it's just not surprised. bizarre. Like yeah. I'm, I'm completely away from sports. 
an art supply store. I mean, come on. And she just, boom, just like that. I'm like, wow. How were you with that? Did you like it or not like it? I mean, I thought it was cool that, sh- that here I am in an artsy store, and this woman knows her football, knows her players. You know what I mean? It's like, and she wasn't like, you know, young hottie, you know, trying to, hey, I'm scoopy, you know, right? Yeah. No, no, no. It's just as like- far as you, she might have, but, <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but it was- the reason I say that is because we had a guy here yesterday, and I don't mind him saying, Cam Judge, who's from here, Canadian oh, linebacker. Yeah. I know his dad. Big guy, big shot in the movies, huh? I know his dad, Chris Judge. And the funny thing was, we're standing, we're standing at a place, a restaurant in Vancouver. And he walks up to me. He's like, so Dave, you know. And I'm like, oh, you know, I've seen you on TV. And he's like, you know, you know, you know I was a baller. And I'm like, shut up, man. You know, I'm like, shut up, man. You know, I never I, met him. I just I heard about good. him. Oh, he's a good size. He's guy. like Ogopogo. No, he's a good size guy. I mean, he's like 6'2", 215, 220. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, back in high school, right? He's like, yeah, well, well I played college ball too. So he has a legitimate football he's pedigree. A, I think he, I think he was an Oregon guy. I had no idea. The, you no, know, so right. Chris is legit. So his son was going to school in California. And was one of the best kids. Uh, I believe it was, he was at Oaks. I think he was at Oaks. Oaks I don't Christian. know these schools, but I know but Wayne Gretzky's kid was his quarterback. His, and Wayne Gretzky's kid was at Oaks also, yeah. along, with, uh, along with Will Smith's son. And who else, Darren? This came up yesterday with Dent. Joe Montana's Joe kid. Joe Montana's kid was there. What so, a team. So they were all there. Like, Clawson played there. I know. need to pause you and yeah. we'll be right back. We're getting, we're getting into the good stuff with David Benefield. We're broadcasting live from Super Bowl 56 at the Westin LAX Los Angeles Airport Hotel. We'll get to your questions and comments when we come back. You're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. One more day from Los Angeles as we broadcast the RP Show of Flame Tech Friday as we work our way towards Super Bowl 56 on Sunday. The Rams and the Bengals, we're not going to let David Benefield get out of here without a prediction and a breakdown of how this game's going to go. But first, I need to ask the viewers to please do us a favor. If you love what we do here every day, please support our sponsors, including Kinsman Telemiracle. It's Telemiracle 46, a wonderful Saskatchewan tradition. COVID's kind of muddled things up the last couple of years. So they've gone to an online raffle, plus the televised 36-hour fundraiser on CTV. But we're asking you to purchase tickets in the 50-50 online raffle. And I see that thousands of you are, as that total goes up every day on our screen. Thank you. We're going to make the draw March 2nd. But you can buy your tickets today or this weekend at telemiracle.com. All proceeds go to Telemiracle 46, supporting the work of the Kinsman Foundation. You know that they help people every day improve their quality of life and independence for the gifts of mobility, equipment, and medical travel assistance. All we ask is that you be 19 years of age or over and f- be physically in the province of Saskatchewan to purchase your tickets via credit card. Telemiracle.com will draw on March the 2nd. That's the kind of thing that a guy like David Benefield could get behind. And we've got Mr. Furious here. You don't mind me calling you Mr. Furious, do you? No, it's okay. <laughs> Dan Ashman, Winnipeg. Great interview, Rod, with David. 
From Todd Pinckney, I remember David calling our 1998 Canadian Bowl in Kelowna. Rams versus Sun. Were you doing color that day? I did. Uh, Barry McDonald invited me to do, do uh, color for him that first time. First You're time. just a kid. You're in the middle of your oh, career. I had no idea. Luckily, you know, Barry was there and did all the stick handling and just occasionally let me get in. Did I, did I drop a hockey reference? Barry. Yeah, you did. That's well, right. I've been up there a while. The Canadian based show. Uh, Ryan H says, so great seeing David on TV again. It's amazing. I could listen to the two of you all day. Well, who knows? Maybe one day you will. I could do it all day with Dave. But I, obviously, I'm a fan of yours. I love watching you play. But the, <laughs> but the CFL and CBC was, was so much fun. Tell me some of those stories, if you don't mind. Because yeah. you took that as seriously as your playing career. That was the sense I got. Yeah, you know what? And I just wanted coaching. I wanted to hear, like you're used to in football, you get the coach on Monday, red dot goes on you, you get your grade sheets, and you're like, okay. And then we go over it, and everyone, all your peers are looking in the room when your coach, you know, praises you and lets you know that's not up to snuff. I've heard know? CBC does do that, that they're very strict on that. I didn't, you know, I think I, I at that time, maybe, you know, we didn't have it. It was just. I mean, oh. Elliot was sitting there and, Friedman. you know, yeah, Elliot and, and, uh, and Frears and who's, it's funny, I coach his son in Vancouver now. I've coached them both. And, uh, you know, and being there with Gahari and Sean Millington, it was, we could have, we definitely needed to have more cohesion and be able to break down film together because you just see, like, watching the guys down here, there's so much more prep that's involved. There's so much more film work that's involved. So, you are free to run and show your personality and what you know, and that can, you convey that message to the audience. I think that's, that's one of the, the many differences that we have between NFL and CFL, just, just the production meetings. These guys are, are in meetings like through the week. I mean, there are people gathering information and they're making their own calls and they're looking at film. And that way you can just see when they're talking, it's, it's about as natural as it can be. And they're not afraid of personality either. I think personality sells the game. We were just saying that. Darren and I, look at Randy Moss and what he's overcome personally wow. to be a stud on ESPN. I know. I was with Chris Carter last night. Watch your toes. I'm going to drop some names here. Who else were we talking about? Guys that have overcome who? RG3 never had off-field issues, though, like these guys. Yeah, but they got personality. You're right. RG three's made a carved a great career, and it's interesting. You said in the break how you've kind of backed off on Facebook about slamming the CFL on the way things are, and I and I get it because people don't want to hear it. But they seem to be going one way, and the NFL is going another. And just people have said, great cups are better than Super Bowl because you can reach out and touch the personalities, and that's all true. But have you followed what I've been doing all week? Same thing. And in some cases, if you want to pay $500 to go to a party like I did last night, you can spend all night with Chris Carter. You, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But the Canadians don't want to spend the money. It's, it's eye-opening when you start to see the differences. You know, you talk about that. You, you drop 500 here, you can see these people. I went, the last Super Bowl party I was at was at Prince's uh, uh, Club I was uh, in downtown L.A. It was amazing. It was amazing. I, I got right in uh, with my CFL card. And... Uh, 
and pro player card type thing. Yeah, and then and these 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 girls were like, "Where do you play, baby? Where do you play?" And I'm like, uh, "I play up north." They're like, "Oh, Green Bay, a little bit further." And they kept saying, "No, you don't. Who do you play for?" And it was just it was, but it was comedy, and then just seeing the guys and and this, there wasn't anything less than an eight there. I hate to say that, but you know, it's all the, good. The, it was just, I mean. It was a, an amazing party. It was a great party. And actors, you know, football personalities, basketball, you name it, they were all there having a great time. Well, that's kind of what I had last night, minus Prince. Yeah. But it was still cool. Yeah. This yeah. was uh, Ron Jaworski and Mike Ditka. This was cigars and scotch. Okay. Old school NFL. Okay. Which is cool, too. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't, don't get me wrong. That, there are some characters there. You got a cigar out. You, you're a character, for sure. I'm uh, just checking uh, what they say here. Oh, they do want to talk about the game. Chad Isaac on Twitter says, 91 pressures on Joe Burrow over his last six games. Despite that, the Bengals are miraculously 6-0. and What, in playoff games? Will Sunday be any different against this Rams front? You want to get into it? You know... <laughs> Anoki Brechterfield, former Winnipeg Blue Bombers, created Aaron Donaldson when he when they were Come on. when they were back. At, yeah, Anoki's Anoki Brechterfield is probably one of the pre, uh, premier D line coaches in the NCAA, and Aaron was one of his guys. I think they were pit together, and it's just when you have, I, I think when you have a guy that can rush in the one one as a one tech or a three tech inside, and you can put him out on the edge, and he can do just as much damage off the edge that's a special player like i think justin tuck was another guy that was an edge rusher at notre dame and then when he went to go play for the giants they moved him into three tech and just a lot of guys can't move inside play three tech but he could and, and they could put him back out on the edge that's the sort of special d lineman that you have you know and then and then of, and of course you got von miller out there Ooh, hall of is, famer yeah i mean just the stuff that he does it reminds me of the guys that we had in the CFL, your, your Alfred Payton's, your um, Joe Mumford's, guys like that could dance. Although Alfred Payton had amazing hand moves, Rod, you should see. If we would have had slow-mo cameras on his handwork, Alfred Payton was a god. I mean, just, Swax a Hall of Famer. Oh, You're talking about his, all Hall of Famers oh, here. This, his handwork was just amazing. And then Joe, I remember when they had Joe as a backer, he was playing to play Will Backer. And you tell Joe wasn't a backer, but he could pass rush in Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. I remember when he had they had him in. He was back there playing like looked like a will backer, and it was just like nah. But when he started playing in, game over. I mean, when think about the guys we've had like Shelton Quarles. They had yeah. him as a backer with Richie. He went on you know Super Bowl. He was part of the Tampa Bay Super Bowl team, one of the best defenses ever in the Super Bowl. Uh, and then I think it was Freeman. Freeman, who went on. Terrell Freeman. Terrell Freeman, who went on from, he was a, like almost like a backer, rusher guy, you know, with Saskatchewan in those days. And then he goes down the NFL. He's one of the fastest. Very good middle, there, too. Oh, he's amazing. Middle backer. Playing defense, not special all teams. Over, flies all over the place. Defense. Yeah. But like Sam McGlovin yeah. with the Dolphins, if you're following it now, he was with the yeah. Riders for three years, and he's doing great. So it is a tremendous uh, breeding ground for pro players and a great place to go play. But back to the game for a second. Yes. I do think the Rams are just too good, and I think they're going to win by double digits. That's my take. It hasn't changed all week. 
the pressure is on the Rams to come Ooh. out there and and do it at home. I mean, they've got all the pressure. Cincinnati's got no pressure. They're a bunch of kids Not that were to horrible be last year. You know, they weren't that great. And and now look at Joe Burrows is out there doing. He's he's moving. You know, so he's not the quarterback. What you want to do, I'm sorry, I'm like all over the place because get excited it's thinking so about good. it. But when you think about how do you get him off his spot, you're going to have to make him move around and, and make, those, make those throws like the Allens, like the Mahomes. If he's not comfortable moving around, throwing, making those difficult throws that those guys make it look so easy, then it's going to be a long game for them. It really will be because if you're – You've got, he's got the receivers, but is he able to make the, the movement throws with that, with that pocket? He's got collapse? the back, too. And on the back. Yeah. In the back, he's one. watching the back, watching their, their run game. I was, when they were playing the Chiefs, it's like, okay, we need a stop here. And he gets seven yards. We need a stop here for three. He gets 15 yards. And so it just always puts your defense behind when you need it three or four. He's 10, you know, and it's back and forth like that. And he's, he's one of those backs that just makes something happen when you think, okay, they got him. Oh, no, here's an extra couple yards. You know, kind of like, you know, I don't want to – Mike Pringle was a guy. You tackle him, and he falls forward for three yards. It's like Mike, Mike's only about 5'8". Mike's 5'8". Yeah, you're getting an extra three. Going into the Cal State Fullerton Hall of Fame this weekend is Mike Pringle and Damon Allen – is here no to induct him. DA was on with us yesterday. <laughs> no way. That's Mike Pringle. <laughs> what a weekend you, to have that. Sorry. Mike Pringle and I were sitting at Glendale College. We're sitting at Glendale College on the steps with his buddies. All, we all were at Glendale. And uh, Mike's there. And I think he had just got back from uh, Washington State. You know, so he transferred to Fullerton. And we're sitting there. And Mike was the same guy he was then as he was in the CFL, barely says two words, except to people that he's super close with. And, and we're just sitting there. And it's just funny. It's just like you have these flashbacks. Dude, remember we had Glendale? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And James Edition was playing in the background, like literally on campus. They were playing on our campus, Rod. Okay. Of course. On it's a Tuesday. LA thing. It was a Tuesday, and they're like this, you know, new band trying to get some time. James and Edition. We're, and we're wow. sitting there. We're sitting there on the steps, just hanging out, talking, you know, oh, where do you want to go? I want to go division one. I, I want to go, you know, guys are talking about where they want to go after junior college. And, and it's just like the dream, you know, it's, it's a, just the whole thing's just the dream. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So it was before they were Jane's addiction. There were just some area band. Yeah. Much like, much like when we were in high school, we'd go see uh, red hot chili peppers opening for fishbone. You know, right. it's like, who are those guys? Oh, they're pretty cool. You know, they're opening it's, for Fishbone. It's an interesting town. Yeah. I love visiting. I have no desire to live here. The moose over here is a little different. He's very West Coast. Um, but it's great. Oh, it's, it's great. There's some spots you would totally dig. Oh, there, I dig it all. Lot, there are a lot of spots you it's would totally dig It's the pace, Dave. It's too much for me. It's overwhelming. Go, 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 go. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, and, when you get up and it's 75 degrees, what else are you going to do? What do you do, stay home? Yeah, yeah you can't exactly. stay in the house. Yeah, no, for sure. So what's your Super Bowl weekend going to look like? We're heading to down San Clemente, my son and I. So we're going to be down there. Then I'm not sure where we're going to see Super Bowl yet. But we're just, it's all about him this weekend. 
So we're going to see how it goes, and then, uh, and then hopefully we can catch the game some more. Really appreciate you coming down and making it a priority, man. You are something. Hall of Fame player and person. I appreciate you. You got to vote for me then. We got we to gotta figure out how to slide our way into the Hall of Fame. I, I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. You got the, you got the resume. Oh, man. You got Rams to win. I'm just putting I, this here. I do. I have Rams to win and a close one. Okay. The line's four. Ooh. I, Are they cover, I, Rams cover four? I'm, I'm not a gambler and don't even follow that kind of stuff. So I'm just going to say a, a, close a close one. one. Field goal. Four points is close. Yeah, exactly. All right, Dave. Enjoy the weekend. Appreciate you. Hey, thanks, Rod. I really appreciate it. Our NFL Canadian expert Jim Clubber Lang joins us next. Our super coverage is brought to you by PCL Construction Limited from the Weston LAX Los Angeles Airport Hotel. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. All right, we are back on the air from the Weston LAX airport. And uh, we appreciate you, Michael Wynn in Winnipeg, writing in says he could listen to David Benefield all day tell stories. Can't pin we off. Our NFL insider, Jim Lang, is getting hooked up. Uh, Clark has told me to stand by. So I'm going to read you a sports update here right now, and I'll take care of all the things that we normally do when we don't have the interview guests with us. No medals for Canada today at the Beijing Games, leaving us with 12, including one gold. Speed skater Ted Jan Bloman was on pace for a medal halfway through the men's 10,000-meter event before finishing eighth. Jennifer Jones lost 8-5 to Japan in women's curling, her first-ever Olympic loss after running the table at Sochi. 2014 and winning her 2022 opener. I see Canada plays the USA in hockey tonight, 8.15 p.m. Pacific. I'll be dialing that in. Russian figure skater Camilla Valieva's right to compete in the women's event at the Beijing Olympics will be decided at an urgent hearing at the Court of Arbitration for Sport. The Russian agency provisionally banned Valieva on Tuesday for failing a doping test in December. The ban was successfully appealed the following day. Um, like I say, enjoying the Olympics. And if I wasn't at Super Bowl, I'd probably be all over the Olympics. But I'm seeing a couple of things that are a little distasteful for me. And that is this Russian skater nailed for doping. There's, there's uh, judging, fishy stuff going on with judging. And I'm like, yeah, the Olympics. Sounds about right. Judging comp uh, controversies and steroid controversies. I don't know. When there's becoming so many other things to do and get into, um, I'm opting for that. Which includes a quick baptism for Jay Woodcroft. He makes his debut behind Edmonton's bench when the Oilers host the New York Islanders. Woodcroft was named interim head coach Thursday after Dave Tippett was fired. Elsewhere, the Winnipeg Jets visit the Dallas Stars. Every game's big for the Jets the rest of the way. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, the Tap Brew House and drive Through Liquor Store, and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. We got them now. Canada's foremost NFL expert, Jim Lang. Appreciate you, Jim, and thanks for the patience. And let's go, man. Super Bowl 
56 is Super Bowl 1 for RP. You never told me. It's a lot of fun, Jim. Now, I did write about it in my column this week for 10 things on the Rod Peterson blog and just tried to explain what, what goes on. And, and that's what you're, what you're describing, Rod, what you're experiencing is the challenge for teams and coaches at Super Bowl week is they have families there. There's nonstop 24-hour-7 buzz and excitement and stuff going on, and you're trying to keep the players focused on a game plan and a practice and a game. So they're there, but they're not there, and trying to keep them as arm's length as possible throughout the week, especially getting closer to game time, to basically ignore all of that. Like you, your family and friends will tell you about it afterwards, but they only want you to focus on one thing is that kickoff, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday afternoon, evening. I should have asked Benefield, but I'll ask you. David Benefield was just with us here at the the hotel. When I got looking at the game and the matchup, I thought it is, at the end of the day, still just a football game. It'll come down to turnovers and mistakes and all that. Mm -hmm. But also, I see what you're saying. Wife, kids, dad, texting, players, you know, we missed our bus. Our tickets aren't together, blah, blah, blah. Like, is the winningest coach the one that is able to lock down the distractions and keep his team focused? Is that what it comes down to more than scheme and X's and O's? That is part of it. And there's also managing the week. There's been cases of coaches in the past, like Dick Vermeil famously, when the Eagles lost the Super Bowl to the Raiders in New Orleans, he was so afraid that his players would hit uh, the French Quarter too much. And Bourbon Street, he had them way out in the middle of nowhere in a the hotel. They never saw Bourbon Street. Whereas Tom Flores and the Raiders said, look, why don't you go to Bourbon Street Monday and Tuesday? After that, if I see anyone out past 11 o'clock, I'm just going to collect fines and I'll buy a new Mercedes. But this is the rule. So what the Raiders did, mm. hey, experience what the Super Bowl week's all about Monday and Tuesday. But from Wednesday on, it's only about the game. And so you have to balance it. And a lot of teams will look at early in the week, let the players attend a function, attend some corporate events, because that's part of it is making money off the field, spend some time with family and friends. And as the week builds, uh, the time they're allowed to spend with anyone else but the coaches and players gets squeezed down. Now, this is Friday. Typically, it's the last day of practice slash walkthrough. Then after this, there's really no contact with anybody. They don't want players talking to anyone but coaches and other players until kickoff on Sunday. The only media that will be allowed is with coaches today. And you will not, as a media member, you're not allowed to talk to any players unless it's in passing in the hotel and you're there officially until after the game on Sunday. And that's, they're, they're trying to prevent some of the things that went on in the past before, you know, in the seventies and eighties, you know, sometimes you heard stories about players, they went out and had a free drinks, they played the games that, it's pretty impossible now. Basically, the players are in their room. They're on their playbook. Uh, they're watching you know, NFL Network or ESPN in their, in their room, maybe playing some video games. And they're, they're, they're trying to stay focused, but they don't want to have themselves wound up so tight that they can't perform. And that's the balance is you know they're going to be nervous. It's the Super Bowl. It's the biggest, most watched sporting event of the year in North America. And all, I mean, it's, that might be the one and only time in your life you're at the Super Bowl. So you, you want to be focused and intense, but at the same time, calm enough to complete and do your job. And I think that's one of the geniuses of Joe Burrow is all through this week. I've not seen any change in his demeanor, the way he talks, so his interviews. He's been the same guy the whole week. And I think the Bengals are feeding off of that, that here's our second-year quarterback who blew out his knee last November, is the comeback player of the year, and he's acting like, hey, I'm on a business trip. I'm being a professional. I think that's going to help the Bengals a lot as they go ahead to this game on Sunday. I won't 
appreciate how awesome this is until it's over. I'm really trying to take things slowly, but it's very overwhelming, as you can imagine. And last night I was at the Ditka Jaworski party. Uh, Chris nice. Carter was there. RG3 I spent time with all those guys. Solomon Wilcox. You, you've done this stuff, and it's just, it's a lot, you know. And with these tickets average price about five to $7,000, Jim, I asked people, when did it become affordable to where it is now? And they said, very gradual. The last 10 to 15 years, the prices just went up, up, and up. Nobody's really complaining. The game's going to be sold up. But when did you see it go from the little old Super Bowl, if it was ever that, to this enormous money-making entity that it is? It's jaw-dropping. That's a, that's a good question. I'm going to say it was sometime after the Broncos went back-to-back -back with the Super Bowls with John Elway towards the end of his career. and. The NFL got better at marketing their stars, at marketing the game, at creating what the NFL Super Bowl week experience is. And, and part and parcel, think about this, what they did with the NFL Network. They started broadcasting media day. So you could be an NFL fan and they'd go camera to camera to players and coaches on media day. You're like, oh, it's not just a bunch of guys going to practice. There's a lot more to it. And then you started to see a TMZ. And websites and blogs talking about Super Bowl parties. And and I remember Super Bowl 40 in Detroit, Ben Affleck, he rented out the top two floors of a casino hotel in Windsor overlooking downtown Detroit so he could play high-end poker with his buddies. And you started hearing stories about private jets and high rollers and people coming from around the world. So now it became just more than a game. It became something that an event you had to be at. And and you will see ex-NHLers, um, you know, music stars, actors. It's not just a football game. If a pure football game is still the NFC Championship game and the AFC Championship game, because that's a you know on the road in a real football stadium with real fans, you see the odd celebrity. But this is, I mean, there are bets being made on like Bet Regal and everything like that, saying who's the first celebrity going to be shown in the game? Is it Leonardo DiCaprio? Is it going to be a Drake? You know, that's the kind of stuff. You know, and the commercials, the money spent. It's so much more than just a football game. And, and at the end of the day, they still have to play the game. Sean McVay and Zach Taylor have to have um, a game plan that, hey, they're going to do this. But then they also have to take into account there's longer TV timeouts. The halftime is longer. How we present halftime, what kind of fluids and what kind of energy drinks and maybe food goes into the bellies of our players at halftime. Well, how we address halftime has to be addressed too. You have to map that out because everything's elongated, everything's bigger and better, everything's different. But then you can't lose count of the fact that, hey, am I doing right with my clock management? Am I taking the right timeouts? Am I executing my game plan? Am I adjusting to things on the fly? Because that's the one thing at the Super Bowl. If you have more time at halftime, you have more time to correct mistakes in the first half. And we saw that with the Patriots when they were getting shellacked by the Atlanta Falcons, well, Bill Belichick and his staff had that extra time to work with Tom Brady and the Patriots and figure things out and make the adjustments that led to that comeback victory. We only have 30 seconds. Your breakdown of the game and your prediction, please. The breakdown of the game is it's really going to come down to the offensive line of the Bengals and how they keep Von Miller and Aaron Donald away from Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's going to get hit, but he's going to make plays. I like the Rams to win, but I want to tell you something. I like the Bengals to cover the four-point spread. This is a special team with a special quarterback who really believe in themselves. And the Rams, I think if Rams 
people think they're just going to walk all over them because they went all in. It's not that simple. The Bengals are for real. Start believing in Joe Burrow. Start believing in Jamar Chase and what a special player he is and what the Bengals can do. They have overcome the odds for the last two months to get here. I have no reason to believe they're not going to make this a very competitive, good game. I like the Rams to win. I like uh, Odell Beckham Jr. to have a big game because, let's face it, the Bengals defense is going to do everything possible to try to shut down Cooper Cup, and that means Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be one-on-one a lot of passes, and Matt Stafford's going to take advantage of it. A wonderful report. Jim, thanks for sneaking us in. Thanks for the coverage all year, and enjoy the game on Sunday. Thank you, guys. All the best. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you, buddy. Canada's foremost NFL expert, Jim Lang. We'll be back to the Weston LAX Airport, Los Angeles Hotel, for one final segment. After this, overtime, you're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. time one final time from la and super bowl 56 week there's a look inside the la convention center 20 bucks gets you in it'll be a beehive by tonight and throughout the weekend overtime is brought to you by the four season sports palace your home for the ufc and the nhl speaking of the nhl moose we haven't done this for a while featured games do you have one uh nhl tonight jets at stars Oilers home to the Islanders, Lightning at Coyotes, Seattle at Anaheim. Man, did we get off track. We were going to talk Coyotes Arena. I know. And the dub tonight, the Calgary Hitmen are at the Regina Pats. The Blades are home to Lethbridge. It's a very busy night in the dub. The Saskatchewan Rusher on the road to Vancouver tonight. It's a very busy night in sports. There's a lot going on. And it's a good night to watch sports because, you know, it's... Still a couple of days before the Super Bowl, right? You can kind of chill and make your plans for the weekend and kind of kick your feet up. So there's a bevy there. Super Bowl is always fun. Yeah. Let's go with our Great Western Original 16 Ultra Update. Are you ready, Clark? You want to put the timer up on the screen? And away we go. As you know, on Fridays, I'd like to include a couple thoughts to send you into the weekend. So here goes. The Edmonton Order's revolving door for coaches got another spin on Thursday with the firing of Dave Tippett. It's always so sad when these things go down because he was there out of a friendship and trust with Order's GM Ken Holland and the chance to coach Connor McDavid in a special market. Now that's all gone up in smoke. And Edmonton's starting over with somebody named Jay Woodcroft. It's full-on panic mode in Edmonton. Now the Order's are left with Evander Kane and no Dave Tippett. How do you think that's going to work out? But that seems like a world away from where we are now. It's Friday of Super Bowl. And last night, I attended my first ever Super Bowl party. You can check out my social media feeds to see how it went. But I spent a good deal of time with the likes of Chris Carter, RG3, Ron Jaworski, Solomon Wilcox, and way more. There's something about the NFL, and I noticed it a few years ago when we moved into it with the RP show, that people in and around the league are extremely nice. It's like they take their involvement as a badge of honor and want to do their part to represent the shield with dignity and class. I like it, and I want more of it. Enjoy Super Weekend, and again, Rams by double digits. That's today's Great Western Original 16 Ultra Update, and I did it under the clock, Moose. That's a first. How about that? How about that? that? The horn sounds. Time to go to the locker room. 
Now, if we can bring the moose back in, we have some boards here, as you guys say, from Bet Regal. Now's the time. As soon as we go off the air, go to betregal.ca, enter the promo code RP56. You'll get $56 right into your account. Create an account. They'll give you $56. Here we go on some of the prop bets. What's the color of the Gatorade bath going to be? Last year it was blue. If I can say last year's, my feeling is red. My feeling is red. Really? I'll go with yellow. I think yellow. Yellow green lime. That's actually very tasty. Yeah, I think that's what it's That's your bet. What else do we have? This is the prop challenge, by the way. You can sign up, go through our links, and play the the prop bet challenge. This is a good one. Halftime show first song. Can you read those off my screens a little blurry here? Um, California Love. I'm looking at it on my side here. Uh, Lose Yourself. Um, Still DRE. Still Dre, right? I think it's going to be California love. That'll be the first thing you hear. Boy, it's not often that we agree. I think they'll close with next episode. Yeah. What a great ending song that would be for Snoop Dogg. Forgot about Dre. Um, what else? They're all on there. Keep going. There's some more. Last player shown during the anthem, a Rams player or a Bengals. We got a 50-50 shot. Yeah. I'll throw some money down on the Rams. Super Bowl 56 is the place to be. Enjoy it for all that it is. BetRegal.ca is the betting site that you need to be with. And sign up. The promo code is RP56 and take the challenge. Moose, wonderful work here. Any last words for the Western LAX? You got five seconds. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks for the hospitality. We'll see you next week from Gray Eagle, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the RP Show here on Game Plus TV. That's the secret sauce. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.